going to start with the starting five. Um, and I, as I started to say before, even within the locks category, there are locks and then there are players who like to say that they are locks does not, does not properly express how crazy the seasons are that these players are having. So what I mean by that, you can argue with all due respect to Jason Tatum, who, you know, if he's your front runner for your all-star team, because best player, best team, putting up the numbers, the whole thing, two-way player, defends the other team's best player, all that stuff. If you want to make Jason Tatum your front runner for MVP, that's fine. Um, Giannis, I, he was my front runner a few weeks ago. I think I would change that now, but like Giannis should be, I'm sorry, Giannis should at the very least be in everybody's top five. With those two caveats, there is a very good argument that the three best players in the league this year all play in the Western Conference. And the names of those three players are Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, and Nikola Jokic. So, um, you know, we love our advanced stats here at Knicks Film School. So just a, just a couple of little advanced stats for you. Um, I'm going to start with a little stat in basketball reference called win shares per 48 minutes. Um, win shares is basically there. It's I won't go through the formula, but it is an estimate of how many additional wins a player contributes to their team. And so if you look at win shares right now, the leader in win shares is Luka Doncic, followed by Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, also having a great year. And then fourth is Nikola Jokic tied with Steph Curry at 3.7 win shares. So wins added, basically. Win shares per 48 minutes is a little bit different because um, Nikola Jokic, hasn't, he's missed some games. He's only played 18 games where a couple of those other guys have played 20. Nikola Jokic doesn't play quite as many minutes. His win shares per, 38, for, per 48 minutes are... The next best guy this year, we're going to talk about him in a bit, is Anthony Davis at 0.264. So there is, so basically to put that in perspective, the gap between Jokic and Davis in win shares for 48 minutes between one and two is the same. Actually, it's, yeah, roughly the same as the gap between Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid, who is in. 10th more or less like that's the difference that we're talking about and to take that a step further if we look at the all-time best win shares for 48 minutes um Nikola Jokic you're going to notice his name comes up twice on that list his two MVP seasons 0.295 16th all-time 0.301 12th all-time his win shares for 48 minutes exceed this year exceed his two MVP seasons, which are the last two years. 0.311. That is 10th all time. Um, one spot ahead of a guy by the name of Michael Jordan in a year that he won MVP and one spot behind a guy by the name of Michael Jordan in another year that he won MVP. The only guys ahead of that, that um, it's another Jordan MVP season. It's two LeBron seasons. It's a Steph Curry season. It's three Kareem seasons. And it's a Wilt, Cham- uh, a Wilt Chamberlain season. All of these guys, I think, with the exception of maybe one of those, won MVP in those respective years. So to be very clear, even though Nikola Jokic is almost certainly not going to win MVP this season, he's putting up all NBA 
numbers. And if you want to look at his counting stats, look at his counting stats. If you want to look at like any of the other advanced stats, uh, value over replacement player, um, you know, uh, box plus minus. He's first in the NBA in box plus minus. That's another big advanced stat. Like he, he's he just continues to dominate. He continues to fill up the stat sheet. Um, he is fifth in the league in rebounds, or excuse me, fifth in the league in assists, while also being in the um, top fifteen in rebounds, averaging twenty three a game. He is, and his numbers, his name is going to come up again in a moment. Ridiculous. So he's one of the the three. Lockiest of locky locks. Um, another guy who is absolute lock, 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 lock is Luka Doncic. I'm not a big, you know, traditional counting stats guy, although I do think it's notable for all the scoring that has gone on this year. And there's been a lot of scoring. Luka Doncic has separated himself from the pack. Luka is averaging 33.6 points per game. After him, there's a group of Five players, all between 31.1 and 31.6 points. Tatum, Curry, and Tedekumpo, Embiid, and SGA. All of those guys are having amazing years. He has separated himself from all of them. And part of the reason he separated himself from all of them, and this is why the Luka conversation is an interesting one this year. And by the way, he's averaging nine rebounds a game, nine assists a game. I mean, these are just in, in, insane numbers. Two steals a game, by the way. Um, the Mavs need him to do all this because the Mavs are not good. They are poo-poo. Um, and that said, they're 10 and 11 and they're 10 and 11 because of Luka Doncic. And, um, you know, they are capable, they are capable of winning any game in any night. And they're also capable of losing any game in any night. Like last, you know, as I'm recording this last night, they lost to the Pistons in Detroit. Um, Luca struggled a little bit in the fourth quarter. And that's the thing is like, he's, you know, the knock on him this year and why, unless the Mavs make a trade, which is like, that's counterintuitive, right? The Mavs need to get Luca help for him to win MVP. I think that's the case because if they don't improve and if they don't get better and if they don't help him and prevent, help prevent him from starting to wear down late in these games, I don't think he's going to be able to win MVP. Um, the other reason, of course, why he's probably not going to win MVP is the third guy who is our lockiest of locks, and that is Steph Curry. So, um, shout out to friend of the pod, Zach Lowe, uh, wrote a big um, Steph Curry tribute thing, um, basically saying he's having his best year at age 35, which he he is. He's the MVP of the league right now. Um, go read that. Here is some I looked up. So, all time. Effective field goal percentage for guys that are taking at least 15 shots per game. So 15 shots per game is the minimum, which I think is like a fair minimum number because like, yeah, there's a lot of really good effective field goal percentage seasons, um, especially by big guys, big guys that average like 10 shots a game. You know, 12 shots a game, 14 shots a game. Steph Curry is averaging 20.7 field goal attempts per game. And he has a 643 effective field goal percentage on those 20.7 shots per game. That is the highest effective field goal percentage out of anyone who has ever taken at least 15 game, 15 shots per game in a season. Beating the guy who's in second, 
Steph Curry, who was a 63 effective field goal percentage in the 2015-16 season when he was the um, unanimous MVP. Um, his uh, he, he's on this list several times, um, you know, so he's done this before, but he hasn't done it to this extent. This this stat just drives home how this is his best season that he's ever had. Um, it's really impressive. I mean, obviously, shooting is way up like Laurie Markkinen season this year. We're going to talk about Laurie Markkinen in a bit. Laurie Markkinen is sixth on this list. He has a 61.3 effective field goal percentage. He's averaging um, 15.3 shots. But again, Markkinen in 15 shots, Curry 20.7 shots. So kind of, I mean, it's unprecedented what Steph Curry is doing. So those three guys... Locky lock locks. Um, if if any of those three play at least ten more games, um, at, at roughly the level they're playing, like they could, they could sit for the rest of the time until the All Star break, and they would still make the All Star team deservedly so. 